Sensing it. Brought to you by NEPA. NEPA is a global consumer science firm providing dynamic intelligence to brave marketers. And Sensing it is a thought leadership property focused on making market research fun, inclusive, and accessible. We hope you like it and stay curious. On this episode of our very first season of Sensing It, we have with us Shan Khanna. Strong, suave and a go-getter, Shan is blessed with the tact of connecting with people with the right kind of energies and an unmatched confidence. Having been in the events industry for a decade now and being an entrepreneur since the age of 15, she has a unique perspective about the industry as a whole. She strives to create that safe and supportive community through her Networking Now initiative. Hello, Shan. Welcome to our super fresh and super fun take, Sensing It. After following your journey for a while, I am so happy to have you with us. Thank you so much, Aisha. I can't tell you how happy I am to be here and what an introduction you just gave me. Uh, Made me feel really good hearing it. Thank you. So, Shan, you have a stellar background in the field of networking. And honestly, I couldn't look any further when I was thinking of talking to someone who is so good in this space. And today we are diving into the trends and perceptions about this practice. Also discovering through our research of NEPA some facts. And hopefully on the way, we will be able to create certain habits that our listeners perhaps could like take away with them. Networking is often called the net worth Right. In yeah. the, the most famous uh, saying around networking Absolutely. continues to be that the common assumption is also that networking is largely the domain of who are very early starters in their careers yeah. and the ones who really need it yeah. uh, to get their way going. Or sometimes it involves going to that networking event or a mixer in your language uh, where you're trying to strike a balance to be actually present there or just checking off the list. Now, at NEPA, we tried to just dig deeper into the facts and we came across this global survey of about 16,000 LinkedIn users. And we saw that nearly 80% of professionals thought that networking was very crucial to their careers. However, 40% thought that it's very, very hard to network. And they genuinely felt it. In another survey and as part of some of the work that we did at NEPA, we saw that social capital was discovered and was proven to be an enabler for a person's individual capacity or career progression. And sometimes social capital was that very important key for a lot of corporates and companies to outperform their competitors. So I'll just begin with saying, what is your point of view on this? So thank you for that question. I mean, you've You've done a lot of research, so you also know. But I, uh, two things that I take from your question, networking is hard. Yes, the 40% yeah. that said it, a lot of people feel this. A lot of people think and treat networking as a task. They treat it as something that, um, oh my God, we have to learn. Right. Oh my God, we have to right. practice. Oh my God, I have to go out and do it in a way that it have to get it right. Correct. To me, and this is something I discovered, like you said, people start very early, right? Yes. That's one, it's a big advantage if you start early. Two, I don't think it needs to be forced. I don't think when you're talking about networking, I wouldn't like you to say, this is my plan. These are the people I have to reach out to. Yeah. And these are the people. That's like, not go what by the it book. should be. Yeah. yeah. So I'm actually with this, this, the LinkedIn users that said that networking has really helped them, gotten mm-hmm. them further, um, you know, help them in growth. For me, um, Esha, when you ask me about networking, you're part of our network. So I'm, yes. very, I'm very happy to be sitting with yes. you here today because you know exactly what we do. Um, for me, I think it's more about just seamlessly meeting new people that can grow together and aid each other in their business journey. 
I don't think you need to look at it as I will meet so and so because this is what they do and they can help me go from A point A to Correct. point B. Yes, it should be that yeah. you know that's why there's one very important rule in networking which everyone should remember is nobody is unimportant. Yeah. So when you know people go to networking events, they try to suss out which people to meet. Don't do that. Meet everybody. You know, you might have met somebody like I was in a uh, in an internship when I was out of college. And yes. I'm still very much in touch with my boss from there, and you won't believe it. She just brought me one of my biggest work deals. So, when I think about it, um, if I hadn't been friendly, if I hadn't been a good intern, yes. and if I hadn't stayed in touch, maybe I wouldn't have got it today. So, I don't think networking needs to be taken as a task. Task, yes, or like a practice or yeah. like something. So serious. don't think of it as something that you need to actually practice or take it as a task, or it should not be hard. But take it seamless. It should just be yeah. something that's in your everyday. You can network anywhere, anytime. Shan, you just said it so right. I mean, it has to be organic and it has yeah. to be authentic. It cannot be uh, something so structured that it actually just becomes a serious, serious thing to do. So it was great to know your starter thoughts on this. I would now want to understand more about you and delve into your personal journey. Uh, you have a strong community of fifty-five thousand. Members, right? And uh, you also recently spoke about small businesses. How small businesses generally do not have those budgets to really, you know, like stretch out wide and far. Yeah. But then, if they utilize their network very well, they can like achieve it. So, how has been your personal journey so far? How did you start to like, you know, from wherever you started, you thought about networking and you came so far. So you know when I started out, I yeah. um, was very lucky when I started my first internship or my first job. But I had parents who knew a lot of people, and they were willing. I mean, obviously, parents would introduce you to people and say, like, you know, yeah. oh, my daughter's doing this or something. But I noticed when I got into work that I met so many people that didn't have that network or yes. they didn't have that one introduction, you know. And I wanted to help because I realized that I was fortunate enough to have that. I built my network over time. So even if my you know first internship came from through some connection, but then my next job came because of me. Yes, you know by networking and moving forward. So um, for me, I started very young. You know, Aisha, I started when I was fifteen. I was a Correct. handbag designer. Uh, moved on to doing events with my mom. My mom. Oh, wow, been, you were a handbag designer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My mom's been in events for the last I can't even remember how many years and she's aced it so I started working with her very young. Learned everything I knew on that job. Uh so grateful for it. Le- met everyone until today I'm in touch with those two people. So wow. when I was a handbag designer my first customer I'm still in touch with. You know, when I was working with my mom there are people that even she has not met in so many years and she's like yeah. how do you know them? I'm like I met them when we were working together. So I think it's more about growing your network organically but it's also about you as the person. So for True. me I I didn't start very young thinking hey I'm going to build my network into this big thing no. I just um kind of you know I you know Isha it's really funny I love listening to people's stories. And for me that when I just love sitting and chatting with people and I think that's how you get to know somebody right? Yes. Asking them the deeper questions, uh, getting to know why they did this, why there was a startup, what they did. Yes. So uh, for me my journey is more about uh, making friends along the way and building my network. Yeah and I think listening doesn't really come very easy to most people yeah. and that's like a trait that you acquire yeah. and you acquire that very uh, beautifully so so okay. if I may ask you talked about being a designer and then you know introspecting people observing people and then getting and acquiring the art of uh, which ultimately converted into your yeah, passion absolutely. right and very very organically so so if I were to ask you if we were to go back in time is there anything that you've learned so far which is so beautiful that you want to tell that to the very younger Shan Oh okay. Yeah. 
Um, I want to, I mean, I'd love to tell my younger self that in my, in business, um, don't doubt yourself. You know, uh-huh. I had a lot of self-doubt for many years. I think a lot of entrepreneurs face this. Yes. Um, it's something that I've learned to change over my journey. And now, uh, when I, if I had probably not had that self-doubt, I would have been three, four years ahead, you know, in my business, but, but it's fine. I think you learn on the job. I really want to pat myself on the back because I'm very grateful for the things I did. Yeah. Right? I took some steps in the right direction. Um, also Isha, for me, helping others just came seamlessly like I don't yeah. even think oh I need to do this because I'll get this in return it was but never really, a process it was never yeah. a process I really want to pat younger Shan on the back who taught Shan of today that yeah. that's the way I'm going to build my business and um, yeah I think for me I'm very happy about my journey because I failed at two startups uh, I tried to be a wedding planner at some point yeah. I don't know why um, and I'm very happy as to where I am because every failure uh, taught me what I need to know now and I'm yeah. helping smaller businesses realize that. So when other people come to me for advice, smaller businesses, I'm just like, you know, keep going. Um, but don't doubt what you do. Wow. That's so much of learning for our listeners, you know, especially people who are like starting out their journey and learning and then failing faster. I think because you talked a lot about you failed faster, you just recouped and then redesigned the way that you were really going in. Thank you for sharing that. So I'm sensing it has been quite a journey for you, Shan. And I think your story is going to act like such a sensor for our listeners to perhaps change their habit and get their own true organic networking avatar. You see what I did? I'm using the word sense again and again, advised by a creative director. <laughs> it's our first podcast. So SEO purposes, you see. Yeah, don't we all have those marketing <laughs> yes, teams Exactly, us? exactly. So, but then, uh, you know, jokes aside, uh, I'll just uh, come to some very hard hitting themes as well around sure, networking. Sure. Uh, bringing in the P word very uh, quickly in the conversation pandemic. Oh, uh, how yeah. can we forget that? And we have all been, you know, evolving from a phase uh, which was hybrid. Uh, the new word is fidgetal. Yeah. Uh, we were progressing our ways uh, physically and digitally but then networking I mean the only traditional way I know is to meet a person perhaps uh, you know the business lunches uh, where you're meeting them and getting to know the person better yeah. how do you think this space has evolved and, and are there things that you have noticed about how people can navigate their way through specifically digitally yeah Absolutely. Yeah. So even though I've been in this space, Isha, I learned the word fidgetal from you. Let me tell you <laughs> yeah. that. You taught me that. Oh, just we, lo- we, we love our acronyms. Yeah, as we researchers. started this conversation. Yes. did not know yeah. this existed. Um, in terms of, of course, the pandemic was a very sad time. I think a lot of businesses suffered. Yeah. People also pivoted. They tried new things. Um, two things I want to say is one, I'm a very traditional old school kind of networker. I love the face-to-face network. Yes. Yeah. I am not somebody who can, firstly, I cannot talk on the phone. I hate uh-huh. talking on the phone. Okay. So, um, you call me, I will probably not pick up. Yeah. You know, and with no offense to anyone, I just do not like talking on the phone. Yes. Um, so for me, I'm more of the physical, um, meet the person I like to, kind of match energies I like to know what other people are doing uh, chat at length so where business lunches are concerned you're absolutely right when you say that that's the traditional and good form of networking because I feel you get to know the other person and when you meet uh, I think form a connection and you will work together or Uh won't or won't won't. or won't so I'm very big on networking meetups, networking mixers. Uh, yes, if you're in another city, it's very possible. Like our WhatsApp groups, very active for people from different cities. Somebody from Bangalore working with somebody in Delhi, somebody in Delhi working with somebody in Bombay, who's never even met. Yeah. So it's absolutely possible. But when you're doing your networking, whether physically or digitally, do it yes. right. 
So yeah. when that means if you're not in the same city, do not keep calling somebody. Yes. You know, don't um, keep emailing them till they respond. Have, there is some, there's some networking etiquette which exists even in person, right? Mm-hmm. So even in person, you got to get your networking right when you're doing it. So I think, yes, the pandemic actually changed a lot, but it also brought us to kind of develop that online networking skill. skills. You know, yes. a lot of people also would not work with people who di- lived in a different city. I think a lot of people realized you can work with people who yeah, live in yeah. a different city. So what? You can have a full branding team that doesn't live in the same city as you. You can True. meet them once a year. You can have a marketing team, that social media team. You can have a freelancer who just, you know, there are people who work year-long contracts from another city. But have you have you seen like any differences between cultures? I mean, uh, Indians, for example, versus like the other countries. Do you think there are specifically like things that stop a certain kind of culture from being out there? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. But yes, I would say the one thing is that the networking styles are very different. Different, yes. Yeah, Indians are now uh, becoming more and more. I mean, we've we've networked for a long time. I think they're becoming more conscious of their networking. They're becoming more planned. Yes, they're, they're realizing the importance of it to grow their business. I Abroad, it's a very normal thing. Networking events have happened for time and time. Yeah. You know, there's never been, um, I can't even remember time it's not been there. Yeah. Um, you know, business networking lunch, of course it existed here, but I think India is the younger generation and the younger lot is adapting and adapting adopting faster. it now. Yeah. Yeah. Adopting it to grow their business now. You yeah. know, and also, um, I think uh, everyone networks differently. Yes. Uh, each to their own, even within India. There are some people who tell me, hey, Shan, we can't come to networking events. Tell me who to meet. I'll make that call. I'll send that email. I'll cold call and I'll do one-on-one. You know, there's some people who don't like 60 people meet. Some people who just like to meet one-on-one. So I think every person and every entrepreneur has a different style. Yeah, it could be the intimate. It could be yeah. just, yeah. yeah, each to their own. But I have to say one thing that uh, one thing I've noticed is that people uh, who come to our networking events and if I tell them, uh, you know, they're like, well, I'm shy yeah, or yeah. I can't do this and I feel awkward. By the third event, I can see them standing right in the center of the I'm room sure. network. Yes. Because I think it's so enjoyable. And when you're running a business as an entrepreneur on your own, it can be tough. Especially yes. when you're a small business owner, you need help. You want to know where to put your money. You want advice. So then you get so addicted to that system. So because true. It's, just, yes. it's like your own business sounding board. Yeah. Yeah. But then uh, taking on from there and you mentioned like there are these different styles in which people are networking yeah. and particularly for us, LinkedIn is such a platform that has yes. been emerging, right? Like uh, most of our business, most of the work that we do, a lot is happening on LinkedIn. And sometimes like from a personal curiosity perspective, I really think a lot is networking on LinkedIn only about adding connections or just sending in those requests. What do they even, you know, we've been there, right? So what does it even mean? What is the value of networking that people are trying to really gauge from these platforms? Okay, so very good point. Since you mentioned LinkedIn, uh, I think one depends what kind of a business owner you Uh are. So are you selling a product? Are you the sole founder? Is it you plus a co-founder? Now choose your social media platform wisely. If you're going to be only talking if you sell a mango juice and if I see posts from you on LinkedIn with that same juice every day saying buy my juice, buy my juice. That's not what LinkedIn's for. LinkedIn is for you as a founder and me as a founder to connect, to share ideas. As a person. It's about the person. Instagram is more visual. It's more about how do I make this packet? How, how do I sell this plant? Um, hmm. You know, how do I water the plant? This is what my product does. 
then you introduce a little bit about your company, your team, your founder. So I think one, my main point would be choose your your platform correctly. Mm-hmm. Don't just be on every platform because it's in, it exists. Like I have so many brands who come and tell me, I will be on Snapchat. I'm Are like, you saying the personality matters? Yeah, but I'm like, yeah. why? Is your exactly. target audience the yeah. 21-year-old who is just send, you know, sending snaps? So that's one. Two, where LinkedIn's concerned, it's a super curated platform. So Correct. It, it, it it's based on people's opinions. It's based on people's thoughts. What? Why did the founder do this? You know, people love reading stories. So share your stories, share insights. Be consistent, but you do not need to post daily. True. Yeah. Don't be that person that just because you're on a on a platform, you need to do it every day. That really makes no sense to me. I I, I time your stuff, but also research the platform you're using so you get the most out of your platform. You're saying what that platform is for, what should be the persona that you have on that platform. Like you said, right? LinkedIn, everyone sends a million connections. Exactly. My friend told me this and you know me because I'm in networking now and I'm in the profession. I used to accept everyone's connections. My best friend called me and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, the point is that people are now on LinkedIn. I mean, people are meant to follow. So share your insights, but you don't need to have 3000 connections. I, I didn't understand. Then I went into research, did a course on LinkedIn, all that. And I realized it's more about reading and LinkedIn. The best part is you like someone's post and if you follow them, it shows up on yours. So discovery is not tough. Yes. So don't yes. worry about discovery. Yeah. Do not worry about discovery, but use the platform wisely. So share your insights, share your personal thoughts. You know, um, that will make you connect rather than just yeah. hitting the connect button yeah. and sending DMs saying I'm looking for a job or I'm, I'm let's meet up. It, it's, it's exactly like quality over quantity. Absolutely. Like really understand the kind of quality yeah. that you are striving for in terms yeah. of your connections. And you talked about personality and that is a very, very personal favorite topic of mine. And I often get asked that is there a, particular persona or a particular type of nature who's going to be better at networking and so like for me as a person uh, I find it very easy and approachable to just go out and most of the work that I've been doing has been by the virtue of just your own network your own connections and trying to find out the worth of that potential inner circle right and um, and I I would be very honest when I was coming for this I was researching a lot on networking I came across like so many TED talks I didn't even know that there was so many TED talks on the art of networking and in one of them I noticed there was this very nice line mentioned that networking is not about finding new connections it is actually about knowing your own friends Absolutely. and then friends of friends and going from there. Yeah. So what do you think uh, when people say that, uh, that, that balance between uh, me being my true self and then being out in the open and being out there, does it really have to be so hard or does it begin at home? Very, very, very good yeah. question. But there are two parts to this. One is, um, no, you don't have to have a particular yeah. personality for networking. Look, I'll tell you, um, you, you be you, but networking needs to be an everyday thing it should just come seamlessly today yeah. sitting here i met your team i exactly. met uh, you know yes. the venue we're at i met people here because i'm i'm a member here um i met you through the network today we've connected it's it's making, and you're making the, something it's making the bond stronger right hmm. so don't think of it as i'm going to go to this event there are 60 people yeah. 45 is who i'm going to meet no who you connect with and there will be an instant connection make that don't uh, and and personality type personality type yes you need to maybe just make that little more effort than you usually would you know um put in that effort to introduce yourself and one thing that's worked for me and i'm going to share this is 
practice. I used to stand in front of the mirror and practice my introduction and practice what I'm going to say and keep 10 points in the top of my head. So I know if somebody asks me something about Correct. it, I'm not yeah. fumbling and stumbling. I know yes. what's, what's um, happening. Oh, that, that's, that's a very, very interesting tip. Yeah. Okay. The second question you asked me was, uh, so about your existing network, very, very, very true. Yes. By the way, there are lots of YouTube content courses on networking. You have two networks, your primary yeah. network and your secondary network. Your mm-hmm. primary network is your network that exists. Family, friends, friends of family, friends of friends, um, you know, colleagues that you've worked with in a job for five years. And second is your secondary network, mm-hmm. like you and me, right? Yes. We met through the network. Uh, we've met later in life. Okay, not not like maybe my friend who's been in school with me for 10 exactly, years. Exactly, yeah. So yes, tap your secondary network for sure. They have met you probably because of a networking purposes. You got, you know, both of yeah, us have a common interest. Common interest. Um, we discuss work, all that. Your primary network will always be your first supporters. If you launch your brand, they'll be the first. The low hanging fruits. The low hanging fruits. Yes. The first, uh, they'll be the first to support you. They'll be the first to like your content, buy your product, hopefully, if these are good friends. Um, but you really need to cultivate this primary network because mm-hmm. we don't realize the importance that what they can bring to the table. And we don't realize that so a lot of people say, I don't want to network with my friends. What not? Go for dinner, meet new friends, make those friends make you meet. You also make them meet your friends. True. Yeah. So I've been doing this from a very young age in touch with, thank God, all my friends are like me and we, we're very similar in that respect. Yeah. Please don't forget your primary network. Trust me, we always run after the people we don't know and think dinners and lunches are for our friends and family. No, use both your primary, not use, I don't want to use that word, but primary and secondary network. Let them enable you. Yeah. Let them enable you. And, yeah. and vice versa. Well, thank you, Shan, for clarifying for our listeners that networking is not about that awkward encounter and that strange energy uh, when you're trying to have a new connection. But it's a whole lot more. If you are a brand, it's about connecting with purpose to build your brand right. And if you are an individual, go with the right energy, search for quality, and networking is all yours as a practice. But thank you for being an amazing guest on our podcast. And thank you for sharing such insightful experiences. Uh, this is the end to the show, but then we have to end it with the hamper. So here's a small gesture from our end from Nepa. Thank you so for much. For being an amazing guest. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Behind the magic of sensing it are the brilliant folks at Nepa, our agency house of Ritika, and all our wonderful guests. We hope you are enjoying all the action. See you next week. Find us on Instagram at Nepa India.